0: Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Exodus 18. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, as we read this chapter, we pray that we would be willing to help anyone along their journey toward you, that we would not be dismissive of anyone, but that we would be open to ideas that might lead us toward you, that we would consider everything in light of what you say. We know that you can use people of any type to bring us where you want us to go. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Exodus 18. And Jethro, the priest of Midian, the father-in-law of Moses heard all that God had done for Moses and for Israel his people, that Yahweh had brought Israel out from Egypt. And Jethro, the father-in-law of Moses, took Zipporah, the wife of Moses, after her sending away, and her two sons, the one whose name was Gershom, for he had said, I have been an alien in a foreign land, and the one whose name was Eliezer, for the God of my father was my help, and he delivered me from the sword of Pharaoh." And Jethro, the father-in-law of Moses, came, and his sons, and his wife, to Moses, to the desert, where he was camping, there at the mountain of God. And he said to Moses, I, your father-in-law Jethro, am coming to you, and your wife and her two sons with her. And Moses went out to meet his father-in-law, and he bowed, and he kissed him, and they each asked about the other's welfare, and they came into the tent. And Moses told his father-in-law all that Yahweh had done to Pharaoh and to Egypt on account of Israel, all the hardship that had found them on the way, and how Yahweh delivered them. And Jethro rejoiced over all the good that Yahweh had done for Israel when he delivered them from the hand of Egypt. And Jethro said, Blessed be Yahweh, who has delivered you from the hand of Egypt, and from the hand of Pharaoh, who has delivered the people from under the hand of Egypt, Now I know that Yahweh is greater than all the gods, even in the matter where they, the Egyptians, dealt arrogantly against the Israelites. And Jethro, the father-in-law of Moses, took a burnt offering and sacrifices for God. And Aaron and all the elders of Israel came to eat bread with the father-in-law of Moses before God. And the next day Moses sat to judge the people. And the people stood before Moses from the morning until the evening. And the father-in-law of Moses saw all that he was doing for the people, and he said, What is this thing that you are doing for the people? Why are you sitting alone, and all the people are standing by you from morning until evening? And Moses said to his father-in-law, Because the people come to me to seek God. When they have an issue, it comes to me, and I judge between a man and his neighbor, and I make known God's rule and his instructions. And the father-in-law of Moses said to him, The thing that you are doing is not good. Surely you will wear out, both you and this people who are with you, because the thing is too difficult for you. You are not able to do it alone. Now listen to my voice. I will advise you, and may God be with you. You be for the people before God, and you bring the issues to God, and you warn them of the rules and the instructions, and you make known to them the way in which they must walk and the work that they must do. And you will select from all the people men of ability, fearers of God, trustworthy men, haters of dishonest gain. And you will appoint such men over them as commanders of thousands, commanders of hundreds, commanders of fifties, and commanders of tens. And let them judge the people all the time. And every major issue they will bring to you. And every minor issue they will judge themselves. And so lighten it for yourself." and they will bear it with you. If you will do this thing, and God will command you, then you will be able to endure, and also each of the people will go to his home in peace. And Moses listened to the voice of his father-in-law, and he did all that he had said. And Moses chose men of ability from all Israel, and he appointed them as heads over the people, as commanders of thousands, commanders of hundreds, commanders of fifties, and commanders of tens. And they judged the people all the time. The difficult issues they would bring to Moses, and every minor issue they would judge themselves. And Moses let his father-in-law go, and he went to his land. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. We've been seeing how Moses works with the Israelites and deals with their constant complaining about water and food. It seems that this was an incredibly stressful job. And then in this chapter, Moses' father-in-law arrives. It probably seems like Moses has changed. Before, he was a shepherd. Now, he is leading perhaps as many as two million Israelites through the wilderness. Moses' father-in-law is called Jethro here. Earlier, he was called Reuel. He is called the priest of Midian in both places, and he is bringing Moses' wife and sons with him. Moses' has brought the Israelites almost to the place where he saw the burning bush while he was tending sheep. So he is very near to the land of Midian, so this makes sense for Jethro to make the journey. When Moses left for Egypt, his wife and children were with him, but it says he had sent them away. We don't know when that was, but perhaps Moses didn't want her to go through the plagues in Egypt, so he may have sent her back at the beginning of the plagues. That could have been more than a year before now. So Moses and Jethro have a nice meeting, and they talk, and Moses tells Jethro all that God has done, and Jethro says that Yahweh is greater than any other god. So Jethro, who was the priest of Midian, you remember, offered a burnt offering to God, and then Aaron and the elders have a meal with Jethro. Then the next day, Moses had apparently scheduled a court day because everyone who had a dispute came to Moses to decide their case and it was a long, hard day of court. So Jethro suggests that this is not wise. Moses cannot handle this by himself. Jethro suggests that Moses appoint good people to handle the smaller matters and have a hierarchy of judges so that Moses only has to decide the difficult cases. That way, the people will have their cases decided more quickly, and Moses will not be worn out by all the work. Jethro suggests this, but also adds... And God will command you, so He is suggesting that Moses get God's guidance and not just do this on his own suggestion, so apparently God was not opposed to the idea because Moses followed this advice and appointed judges over the people. It seems that these judges were separate from the elders that were already in place. Then Jethro went back to his home. It doesn't say so, but I would assume that Moses' wife and sons stayed with Moses and the Israelites. And now for a deeper dive. Many of us have different spheres of life. And many people know us from just one of those spheres. I have people I know at work, and I have people I know in my local church, and I have my neighbors near me. And in many ways, these people don't know each other. There is a little overlap with my neighbors, where they have met some people from my local church, but in many ways, these are different areas. And it is interesting when they do come in contact with each other. You've probably had the experience with someone you knew where you saw them in a different sphere and it really showed you a different side of them than you had known before. So Moses' father-in-law knew Moses pretty well as a shepherd and family man, and I think he respected Moses, since he gave one of his daughters to Moses as his wife. But then he gets to see Moses leading this nation, and it is a very different aspect of Moses. We probably look at Jethro as someone outside He didn't really know Yahweh, yet he was a priest. So when he hears about Yahweh, he says Yahweh is greater than all gods. He doesn't sound like he's quite at the point of saying that there are no other gods, but I think he's doing well with what God has revealed to him. So now these two come together, and Jethro offers sacrifices to God, and has a meal with the elders of Israel. So they accept each other. And Jethro makes this suggestion to Moses about changing things. Now, it sounds like Moses has a great respect for Jethro, so he's open to this suggestion. So, here's what I'm thinking about in all of this story. We may have a tendency to think of insiders and outsiders. But this outsider worships God and has a good suggestion that Moses accepts we should be very careful about making judgments about who is inside and who is outside. Jethro is open to hearing about Yahweh, and he believes. And he states his belief that Yahweh is greater than all gods. That is huge. And so we can also have the tendency to put people in categories of lesser and greater. We might say that Jethro is lesser because he is only now coming to know Yahweh. But on the other hand, Moses is only a few months or possibly a few years, ahead of Jethro in learning about Yahweh. And Jethro, the lesser, so to speak, has a great suggestion. So we have to be careful about putting people in a category of lesser or greater. Anyone may have a good suggestion, and God can use anyone to suggest a good suggestion to us. Have you had any good suggestions lately from unlikely sources?